to the Backbeat Podcast. Backbeat Podcast aims to bring the behind the scenes of the Australian music industry to the audience with an entertaining yet honest and transparent look into all facets of the industry, all while bringing new local music to new ears. In this episode, we chat with Jack Pierce, one half of the acoustic folk duo, the Pierce Brothers, all about what isolation has looked like for him, the new Pierce Brothers releases, working with the twin and his newfound passion for woodwork. We had a lot of fun with this one, so we hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. Hey. We are back. It's been a been a while. We've had a bit of a accidental break. Quarantine. Oh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Don't know. I so it's just kind of messed everything around yeah. a little bit. But um, we're back and we are with Jack Pierce. Hello. One half of the Pierce Brothers. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Yeah, we're living. <laughs> We're alive. Living that life. I'm happy to see the outside world, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been kind of just like staying home mostly? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not a lot of touring happening. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, well, I mean, I've just really kind of asked a bit. I was going to say, starting off with the absolute just most stale question I could think of. Yeah. How has ISO been treating you? ISO has been great. Yeah. I Well, I was... I was overseas um, when this when the world ended oh, no. uh, in New Zealand, so we had to come back and ice, we could still isolate at home when we came back. In we didn't have to go to a hotel. Oh, so lucky! Um, and so we cancelled our wedding, and so yeah. my well, I mean, we just had our own little wedding mm-hmm. and with nobody there, like no celebrant, and mm-hmm. we're like, we'll just take selfies. This will oh. be fine, oh, and because we're like we're here, so we did our own little ceremony, and we'll do all the legal stuff, you know, yeah. down the line, yeah. Um, but we're uh, we're expecting a baby in uh, in August, so we, you know our ISO was just kind of nesting and getting ready and yeah. and doing all that. So it's you know, it's been great. That's so exciting. <laughs> oh, I guess like now you've got like a lot of time to kind of like get everything ready. So I guess that's kind of nice. Yeah, for some reason, like I don't know. I think this is what's changing me as me being a dad. Is that I'm like. I have to, like, you know, like I'm getting really like in nesting mode, but I'm doing it in the dumbest way because I was like, we know we need a new chest of drawers. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make it myself. (laughs) So So, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's so dumb. And so I'm like, so with Loz's dad, he's got a a woodworking uh, little joinery um, and he's been doing, you know, he's carpentering, but he's got all the stuff to build furniture with. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, right. So I got these old, uh, the old studs out of out of a house that we built with my brother. But I didn't do any of the building because I'm a musician with dainty little fingers. <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, I could, I could do this. So I went out and picked out the wood and like, I de-nailed it and then I got it ready. Yeah. And then on the weekend, I saw how much was there and how much to do. And I like, good all over. And then like I planed up like two of them and I'm like, this is going to take forever yes. and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so this is, so yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how, that's, I'm dealing with things fine. How are you dealing with things? <laughs> Absolutely the best time to start a new craft though. You yeah, might yeah, just, yeah. giving up music, I'm a joiner now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. This, is, this is what I do now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my weekend mm-hmm. uh, sorted. And yeah. we're just going to see how that goes. Yes. <laughs> the best of luck then because furniture's not easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> you know now. I really do. I've made tables before, but it's a bit like they didn't have like. Things weren't coming out. There was like- nothing. It was just a plank. <laughs> and I bought the legs and, and drilled them on. Like I was so like, it was like was an so Ikea easy. table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine that. Um, She's actually due on the same day as us. Oh. And so, and she's up in Byron and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, so this is the room. You know, I've done this painting and set it all up. And I was like, that's the same chest of drawers that we were going to get. She's like, oh, I'll warn you now. It took us like six hours to put together. It's right there. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah, no, I, I went a different approach. <laughs> and this is this is my life now. So, yeah. Like the full DIY. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's, that's what everyone is doing. Everyone's yeah. picking up something they're absolutely not gonna be good at like hey so <laughs> let's just do yeah. it <laughs> all the flowers sold out at stores because everyone's decided they now know how to make sourdough <laughs> yeah right i wanted to try it as well but i couldn't get flour 
right? And I, I couldn't even found yeast. I, ha- I, found I, I still can't find yeast. I got a whole like thing of it. Yeah. Finally. People yeah. Just, like, I, I, there was none of that around. No. I, I went looking and yeah, because I was like, but, like, yeah, I think she was like, you really need a project, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sourdough. <laughs> yeast. <laughs> Legit, there must be people just with like, I don't know, like garages yeah. full of flour and yeast. Yeah, it's paper. like the toilet paper. And toilet paper. <laughs> oh, don't even. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay. Well. How's, what, how have you guys then. been? Like, what, 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 what have you do? Well, we haven't had any guests on in quite a while. Yeah. That makes everyone's sense. everyone's been quarantined. Mm. Um, we were trying to kind of like sort out um, doing some recording over Skype and stuff, but it's just been so hard trying to lock people down because people have been like, locking themselves away in the studio like they yeah. just want to focus on writing just like yeah. focus on like recording or whatever which is like absolutely fine but um, but it's not <laughs> yeah we're like, well, oh, we want to chat like that's what we're doing we're, we're in the studio yesterday we were recording a new record with Jan Skubashevsky who's mm-hmm. done Cat Empire John Butler's last record oh. um, Dan Sultan's all Dan Sultan stuff and so we're now in there for the next three weeks mm-hmm. Monday to Friday and so where I was just on the phone with Pat on the way here. I'm like, what's that song you do? And send me that. <laughs> he's like, all right. And then he's like, so listen to this and call me back. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> running so late. And then I'm like, I'm in traffic. And Pat's like, and he calls me back. He's like, so did you listen to it? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't as well. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've been doing like kind of like email interviews and like some phone yeah. interviews. Which is the most like, awkward um, thing ever. Yeah. Phone interviews. Yeah, it's just strange. <laughs> is like, that because you sometimes can't hear people? It's like, oh, oh no, yeah, no, go it on. Cuts, it go cuts on. out all the time. And yeah. then the other thing is that, like, obviously facial expression is a big thing with communication. You can't tell what they're talking, like, how they're feeling <sighs> half the time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a little uh, visual joke for those people listening. <laughs> <laughs> we should be filming these. just <laughs> 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 Um, Jack said sullenly. <laughs> <laughs> Looks away, eye roll. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I'm lucky I'm still working in hospital. I'm essential. I'm essential worker. So oh, I'm essential. just saying. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's been so fun. Yeah. I kind of accidentally started up another business, so I'm dying right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I do, me too. I started yeah. with, on the map. Yeah. And yeah. That was, that's, that's exciting. But like, I'll start you know, full time with that after we finish the record in about like three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, like it's uh, we've just taken Pat started up a, a um the um balancing act, which yeah. is an yeah. initiative to to help um people with learning disabilities and then connect them up with musicians, that kind of thing, which is an amazing thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's kind of, that's all Pat's yeah. project. And know? that's what he's doing today, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah he's been working on that. Is that something he's been wanting to do for a while or it's kind of like sprung to him in us in isolation? I think he's wanted to do something similar to that for a while, but I don't think he ever, you know. Probably felt like he didn't have the time, I guess. Yeah, the time yeah. Or, or anybody to kind of help him organise it. Like, you know, where do you come from? And, and it was a friend of his, Prue Walker, that works in um, in social work. She's a social worker. And she works with a lot of these people and she kind of had the same idea and they were just talking about it. And they said, why don't we, why don't we just do it? Mm-hmm. And they've done some really excellent work so far. I've I, I, I've got on as well as as one of the people that, uh, but I'm going in as a, at a very kind. You know, this is Pat's thing, and he's doing all yeah. that. And so it's a wonderful initiative. But I, I'm I'm only there as a as one of the artists that help yeah, out yeah. rather than rather than somebody that's um doing all the great work that they're doing. running the so, show. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an awesome initiative. I feel like it would be so perfect to like get started up in schools and stuff as well. Like when schools oh, yeah. start going well, back, like exactly. Yeah. And it's it's just a it's it's just, yeah, just been a really great great way for him to use music in another way that's you know not writing. Because also when you when you're in lockdown as a musician, we were talking about this with the producer yesterday. We're like, yeah, you know, there's always pressure. Like, well, now you have the time, you can write like. The greatest thing ever, and, <laughs> and it was um was it Mark Twain that was in the Spanish flu wrote Huckleberry Finn or it was something yeah something like that, and and I was like yeah but you know like do you reckon there's all this pressure and and Jan was like yeah but all my mates that are musicians you know their careers just being ended and they've got mortgages so they're just going into a ball of panic and they're like 
Yeah, be creative. Do your best. Be your best self. <laughs> While not really paying the rent. Yeah, exactly. So, because a lot of people in the music industry have really been affected mm-hmm. quite hard. <clears throat> so, yeah, it'll be, but, you know, what Pat's come out of this was, uh, was, was very impressive and he's, you know, he's doing a really good thing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. My mum works in disability as well. So, it's really? definitely something that I would suggest to her. Because she's an essential worker at the moment as well. Of course, yeah, um, um, and I think a lot of what they, what the, the, uh, the kids that you're mostly working with, they just don't have access, you know, in isolation. Yeah, exactly. To a lot of these things, and this yeah. was something new that could happen over, say, Zoom or something. Yeah. That is new and different, and can be something that really helps during a time like this. When, yeah. When some of their other activities just. Well, so oh, many yeah. of them, like, it's it's gone from being in the building, like the workplace and looking after them there where they come to the building and they're cared for during the day to going to their homes all day, but they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So something like that, like you said, on Zoom or anything like that where they're just sitting at home and literally have nothing to do and are losing their minds, it would be perfect Yeah, to, to pass the time even just keep them busy yeah and there's all sorts of there's there's comedians on there i think yeah. there's a couple of painters there's a friend of ours who's also a social worker that talks just about uh well wellness uh, she's a wellness expert as well as a yoga teacher and that kind of thing so yeah. uh, but she also is a social worker so she has a great insight luna's mm. just fantastic at that kind of thing so it's yeah it's, it, he's really put together uh he and prue have put together a really great group of people as a collective to 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 work on it you know, and I'm trying to make <laughs> furniture. <laughs> Don't mind me, just got some old timber. <laughs> you did give them back to the community, are you, Pat? Way to go. I'm just going to go chop a finger off. <laughs> it's passing the time. <laughs> we can't compare. We're all dealing with it now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm making tobacco pouches. So, I mean, I'm encouraging smoking in, in a way. So, furniture is better than what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm encouraging smoking during, uh, during uh, the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> wow, I never really like, realised the irony of that. Yeah, but it's, it's awesome. selling so it's- well. <laughs> <laughs> really speaks to like the climate. The, what's the priority. Yeah. yeah, man. Jeez, whatever takes your mind off it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. But they're pretty, so. They're pretty. I yeah. can make pencil cases. I mean. Man, I was. Pick plug yourself. Yeah. I was so stressed when I got home. Now, because Loz, were, you know, Loz is pregnant. We were in New Zealand and we were hiking the whole time. Mm. So I didn't smoke. Or drink when I was there and I quit smoking while I was there. And then we came home and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not stressed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've been dropping. Take it out in the wood. Take it out in the wood. <laughs> burn the wood. <laughs> if I burn it, there'll be some smoke off that. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um, but you guys have just released some new music, first in a while. Yeah. Guys, which is really exciting. Yeah, in like 18, 18 months. Yeah. Um, the, the new song is called Kanko, which is what we named our dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we was was a mountain in Japan. Like uh, my wife, now wife and I were in uh, about four, three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and originally it was just called Mountain Song and we changed it the last second to Kanko because we were like, well, you know, that was – it, the idea was just going out into really peaceful mountain air and thinking about it. And this was all written before ISO as well. Like mm. this was written at the start of the year with Garrett Cato. And, yeah, it was just kind of a really happy song. I was about to go away to New Zealand to go hiking for two months. Pat was about to go to Mexico. And it was our first time off that we'd had from not touring in like six or seven years and so yeah i know right it's yeah and we're gonna kill each other (laughs) so we we um yeah and this was kind of the song that came together and we recorded up in byron and it was just a really happy optimistic song and then we weren't going to release anything while we're away we're going to come back and we had a few singles ready Mm -hmm. we chose that one because it was just fitting for the for the moment, yeah, it's um, so it's so just like light. It's just like real easy. Very yeah, trippy. I think it's I think it's one of our lightest songs that we've done as well. Because mm-hmm. you know, 
Uh, especially if you've seen us live, it's very much like, yeah, let's go faster. <laughs> yeah, hey, let's hit shit with sticks. Yeah, let's, what else can we do? I don't know. The professional like, description for drumming. A BPM just keeps steadily going up and up and up. And we're, yeah. Um, and so we kind of, we wanted to do, uh, you know, a more, uh, an easygoing one because the new record was going to be, you know, be very, uh, relaxed and smooth we did have some big songs in there um but now we can't finish that with with garrett as a producer so now we're doing the whole album with um yarn so there's going to be the next yeah all the new songs are going to be maybe a little bit they've got a bit more of an edge to it and we're tracking a lot differently so it's going to be really interesting how we put the rest of the album together because yeah, we'll just see over the next few weeks. <laughs> that's, that's life at the moment. Just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the name of, with Kenko being the name, and uh, we were looking at a couple of the other names that you've got for songs and albums, EPs and whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of them seem to be very sort of nature focused. Yeah. Is that intentional? It's just always been a big part of our life. And I know I, I, Pat's not as into hiking or anything as I am, and I love going on a big long walk and yep. going out. We both love getting in the water and going surfing. We've, like, I just love being out in nature and that's always been a really important part of my life. And with being able to travel around the world and do all of all is <laughs> well, doesn't happen anymore, <laughs> but it's been one of the best things in our life that we've been able to do that and visit uh, all these amazing places and, and I always try and get out and go for a walk but yeah it's always been a big big aspect of our writing because i think that's where i find a lot of my peace yeah inner peace from yeah you know whenever i can find it because it's always kind of a search for a search it's a constant thing yeah it's yeah you never i don't yeah i'm not really much of a philosopher in that way but you never really find inner peace you kind of are always searching for it and that's kind of it's the journey exactly yeah Mm. yeah super zen over here oh yeah Getting real philosophical. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was looking at it, it's like dirt is there a couple of times. I'm like, oh, look, nature, nature. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Into the dirt. Yeah. That record. That was overdose. That was the last time we worked with Jan Skubashevsky, actually. Yeah. That was... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that was a song, I think, written about a scrimmage kind of... Uh, or the imagery of playing football of kind of oh. scrimmaging around trying to, to break on through. I think that was the, the imagery in that one. But yeah, I, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> what else are there? What am I song? What have I made? <laughs> um, yeah. What kind of dog do you have? It's like, I, I, since you mentioned dog, I was like, oh, my yeah, God. Russell, oh. I've got, uh, I'm getting the pictures up. <laughs> Yeah. Can't get my mind off like dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> That's oh, in his natural habitat under, <laughs> under the blankets. Yeah. Um, oh, good yeah, boy. He's a cute little guy. He's got the loudest like bark. Mm-hmm. The little ones always do. Yeah. He yeah. really thinks he's the biggest dog in the world. Yeah. And he's he's uh, he's a little terror. Mm, how old is he? He's two. Two. Yeah. And he's, he's very sweet. He's mm-hmm. a very sweet, cuddly dog. But he's... And when he barks and everything, it's more like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, hey, what are you, you going to do? Ball. Ball. Let's throw the ball. Cool, let's go throw the fucking ball. Like he's just. I feel like you guys are very on par personality. <laughs> I don't know where he gets it from. The, the, what's the saying that you 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 look like your dog or your dog ends up looking like you? <laughs> yeah. <or that>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see him sporting a little man buns in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um. And you've just released uh, you've released a video for Kenko as well. Chat to us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was we were going to film the film with Kenko at the Remarkables in out of Queenstown. I've so, been to the Remarkables; it's amazing. Right? Yeah. How beautiful are they? Yeah. You know, mountain song. Yeah, Kanko, it would have been there. perfect. Yeah. And then, <laughs> hey, um, so we were like, "What are we going to do? It's about being outside, and mm. we're stuck inside." And Pat's like. Yeah, this isn't going to be great. But I've got a little studio in my front room. And so he's like, it's fine. We'll just bring like a, a backdrop and put it there and then sit you in front of it. And he used to, he used to do film. He was a um, cinematographer for a little while. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, you know, and we'll just we'll just film you, you know, and then I'll sing and then you film me and then we'll just cut it together with all the footage that we have from the road of like going out into the mountains. And so we got this footage that we never used of a GoPro that was strapped to the roof and we were traveling through the States. And this was a road trip where it was, we had a show like every night and it started in LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, um, Vancouver and Whistler in the first six days and we were driving. Wow. It, it was shit. brutal. Yeah. And then we had a day off where we went to Banff and then we were in um, the middle of Canada, <laughs> yeah. two places in the middle. Yeah. They were such small shows. They were like there was someone, there was like that, that whole tour failed so hard. Oh. But it was the, like and it was so, and it was such a difficult tour. Like we were just every single night. I'm digressing. Yeah. Sorry. How many years ago was this tour? This was like only like two or three years ago, oh, yeah. and we and it was just four of us in the car. Our support act, our tour manager, who's who lived together and they were best mates, and then me and Pat, and we just the four of us just each took in turns road tripping in this big Dodge van, <laughs> and you had two bench seats and then the seats in the front and all the gear in the back, and so you could kind of sleep while yeah. two people sit in the front. Yeah, and that was some of the most fun I've ever had on tour. <laughs> like it was, and the shows were going awful. Like. <laughs> So bad. Like one of them, there was about four people at. There was one, like there was one where we sold about two hundred tickets. Great, fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be sick. You know, we've never played. Yeah. We've never played in Vancouver before. 200, 250 tickets or something. So it's going to be a good little crowd. Rah, rah, rah. 900 cap room. And I'm like, why would you do oh, that? No. <laughs> oh. I thought it was all going to be really little small venues. Yeah. Nice and intimate, yeah. Yeah, and then there was other ones. They're like, yeah, no, we've gone really nice and small. It was in Calgary, I think, mm-hmm. or Edmonton. Those are the two ones in the middle. And one of them had like 16 people mm-hmm. maybe also like sitting there quietly. <laughs> it was so tough. And we are like, this is just soul destroying. But it was also some of the best fun mm-hmm. that I've ever had on tour. It was, it was you know... Once we kind of got past our egos, mm-hmm. we just were like, "Let's just play this some is music. Fun. Yeah. Let's play some music and travel across North America." Yeah. I mean, and then it was, and that was kind of like you know letting go, and that's I guess what the song is about. And so, uh, the mic we we put a, a GoPro on top of the Dodge and just kind of drove it through, and then put it in fast motion. So it was yeah. driving up into the mountains. And then you go over all the Rockies in, in Canada and then you hit the prairies and it's like the Nullarbor for the next 27 hours. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> and that was it. And so yeah. some of the footage at the end where it's just driving straight and, it's, and it's, it just starts to get darker, but there's nothing around. Yeah. That was that was the rest of that drive. But, you know, that was – and then all the footage from us travelling and playing around the world, which we've mm-hmm. done before, but yeah. – in a music video, but we'd really like, and we're like, oh, we've done this before. <laughs> we don't have an option. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is no choice. Everyone will be okay with it. We yeah. can do a lo-fi thing, so. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it worked with the song really, really well. It looks well. great. Some yeah. beautiful imagery in there. Yeah, but yeah. that was Pat. That was Pat did the edit. Pat filmed it and then put the edit together and did a really great job with it, so. Well done, Pat. Yeah, yeah. I was kind <laughs> of like, does. so can you get this to us by Monday? He's like, I'll have to work through the entire week. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to have to. <laughs> I'm going to go get Dumber. some timber and uh, see what I can play. <laughs> oh, so being cooped up and not being able to travel like that, how has that affected your songwriting? Because you said that's a large influence on it. Yeah, uh, it definitely has, absolutely. Like I've, I've wrote so many songs just about being on the road, missing home, that kind of thing, yeah. which is kind of a trap that you can easily fall into. Mm. We've just recorded a song called Dentist because as soon as I got into – yeah. <laughs> as soon as I got into it sounds so weird. Like that was a real left turn. When we got into isolation, I was like, well, what are, what am I gonna do? And a friend of mine, Luna, said, Let's do a, a songwriting challenge where you write a new song every day. Oof. And so you do three different and so it's a writing challenge, you do three different things. So you'll do um uh ninety seconds, five minutes and ten minutes, and you have to set a timer. And I start with a 10-minute one and it's on this word. Yeah. And then five-minute one's on this word. And she just says, here's the words, go. And Dentist was a song that just came out about going to the dentist. And then it was just this really cool song in a style that I haven't written for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics I was really happy with, but they weren't these big kind of 
Oh, I don't know. Like the lyrics, they just weren't something what I've written, and I couldn't really put in place why I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And we're showing it to Jan. We've just put it down in the studio because he, he was listening through and said, well, let's do this one. I said, yeah, I don't really know why I – like it's a song about <laughs> dentists. He goes, what I'm hearing in a lot of this is it's a song about vulnerability. And I was like – like, I, I, I was like, yeah, of course it is. That's exactly what it's about. You know, and, you, and you're sitting there, there's nothing you can do. You don't really want to go in, but you're, you're getting drilled into and you're kind of vulnerable. He's like, well, when yeah. did you write it? I'm like, I was in isolation. I wasn't sure what life was going to be. He's yeah. like – you're an idiot. That's <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> and so it's really, it's it really changed. And we're just about to start another one. I mean, that was the thing as well. I took the time when we were doing all those writing to start writing crap again because mm-hmm. that's something that's really held me back. Is I just wouldn't write crap and I wouldn't write anything yeah. it was bad so I just it. didn't write oh mm-hmm. that's the worst thing it's the worst yeah. and so I just and I got into a really bad habit where I just you know I would take forever to write something or I just I just would put it off or yep. not write or just jam and then I'd write lyrics while I'm in the studio at the last second and they, they'll do mm-hmm. uh, which we really didn't want to do for this record so I kind of just was like had to get it through my head that you know it's okay to write bad lyrics and mm-hmm. it's good you've got to you've got to work through it uh, and I think it helped knowing that I wasn't in a hurry because mm-hmm. it's not like I've got a tour coming up and we yeah. want the single out or the record out and, and and it also helps and this is isn't this is a bit embarrassing but it also helps that like all other musicians are in the same boat. And oh, nobody's, And nobody's like, oh, they're really killing it at the moment. But Comparing you know, is you know what I mean? Comparing yourself yeah. is such a tough it's thing. Not. And I, and it would, yeah, so I try, I've gotten into a really good habit of writing where even in the studio, if we do write in the studio, I'm much more comfortable with saying, right, leave this with me. Pat, you want to work on this? I'm just going to take this into the other room. I'm just going to bang out a few edits of lyrics and a few different ones and try this and it's be able to come through a lot quicker because I'm more comfortable with doing um, crap, mm-hmm. you know, and then we can workshop stuff much easier and we're not, you know, Pat and I could get very snipey in the studio and you don't like this. You know, like, it's, it's- I love that as a sound bite. That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. So during ISO as well, you've done a few like live streams and stuff as well. So yep. you've done the Isolate set, yep. um, the Recharge Festival, which I just, yep. looked, just looked into. It's super cool what they're doing like yeah. in the regional areas. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really fantastic. Yeah, and then like you've you and Pat have done your own live streams on Instagram as well. How <laughs> how has that gone? <laughs> oh, so bad. Like <laughs> no, the other one we did the other day just fell to pieces. It no. was yeah, it was awful. <laughs> and we we're in the studio all day, and I was just smashing out so much work and we had so much going on then we're like right i'm trying to i can't remember what i was doing i was thinking i was trying to finish this song or something i was so into it and then we just come home from the studio so i was still writing these lyrics out and pat's like well i'll just set this up and you know you're in the middle of the zone doing that and they're like all right ready to go great where's the other guitars <laughs> pat's like <laughs> i'm like uh, okay. like an idiot <laughs> like i was like we can't push it three minutes and so we're like, yeah, sure. We got there. What are we going to play? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and it was just like the whole thing went so bad. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we had a bit of fun, but then we're like, oh, you know, let's take some requests. Let's do this. Yeah. And they were all fine until it's like, let's play this song we haven't played in five years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> I oh, my God. <laughs> and we're halfway through. Yeah, it was. And we finished up after about 45 minutes. Was that then- the first stream you'd done? Or no, should you have known better? Because we've done heaps. <laughs> yeah. That was the most recent one. <laughs> and we just like, yeah. And we, when, we, when we got into, said that we we're going to start doing live streams, we we're like, we'll, we'll get some, because we've got all the mics and everything set. All we need is something that can plug Pat's DSLR camera mm. to go direct with the audio from my mm. little PA. Mm-hmm. And I've got an interface there. So we could mix it all and get it all right. But we didn't have any of that. So this is on the phone so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, did not go well. We've got another deal. one on Monday mm-hmm. and so I'm going to spend the weekend. Preparing like you should have. No, I'm going to be building that <laughs> <fucking> thing. 
Oh, but it's fine. It's fine. Like we'll just we'll just have a set list and we'll just rehearse and get it right. And it'll be it, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, guys. Manifest it. Yeah, it'll happen. I feel like you should absolutely do a live stream of you building <gasps> these yeah. drawers. Do a bit of a. <laughs> Come along with me. Oh, DIY. Like, I'm going to lose a finger or something. And then, well, then you'll have like, proof. Like, you yeah. <laughs> Rated M. You'll start for. streaming. On, you'll start like, yeah. That's right. I really buy up after that. Yeah. And then ironically won't be able to play. <laughs> you can have a YouTube channel doing woodwork. <laughs> you'll be trending all over social media. Really, hashtag. Oh, man. But I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no one does. That's <laughs> a great part. No one knows what they're doing ever. And it's also going to be for father in law so it's you know because i will yeah. i'm definitely going to do this mm-hmm. i'm definitely going to set up the camera but i just know how disappointed it'll be he's like yeah we're going to be doing this thing and we're going to be doing it together i'm like hey guys jack over here so i have this idea i'm going to build these things what do you think about it russ you feeling pretty good shut the fuck up jack now let's get into it all right so now what we're going to do is playing out this stuff now do you call this mess mate or tazzy oak because it's not Tasmanian <laughs> and it's not oak <laughs> I want to see it. It is killing me. Oh, amazing. We can, we can use this to like, yeah. Uh, what's wait, blanking on a word? Yeah. Mm. Advertise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Where do we go from there? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I really committed to that bit that oh, time. Oh, great. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I love the commitment. I think this is the most we've laughed in an episode so far. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, okay. You go. Okay. Um, going back to slightly more serious topics. Yes. Um, with the whole combination of isolation and not being able to get out and songwriting is quite often a release for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, being especially right now in isolation, a lot of people are having a hard time mental health wise. Mm-hmm. So is that anything that influences you guys? How have you been going with that? Is that part of your life at all? I've I've been very stressed. Yeah. And I've, I've you know, um, Pat suffered from anxiety and uh, and I think a bit of depression before. And it's always it's been run the family. It's definitely been something that we've. We're both ambassadors for Beyond Blue mm-hmm. and have been for uh, many years now. And I think the, at the well, I was expecting, if you'd asked me this a year ago to, and my projection of how I would have responded, I think I would have thought that I'd be a lot more of a mess. But I think, it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> Lighten like, the mood. That, that, dog, that dog was like, mate, if you don't think you're a mess, you're fucking kidding yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Thanks, Lily. <laughs> that was so perfect. Um, but, no, I think it's with all the um, – with everything that's been going on, uh, I think it's been a real time for reflection and for – and I've given myself more time, I think, to work uh, on projects and not be so rushed. And I think that's been one of the things moving around so much and touring so much that I've recognised from this from this forced stopping mm-hmm. is that it's it's good to take it slowly mm-hmm. and to and to take your time with things and to not rush things through. Um, that's I think been the biggest realization of, of this whole time is yeah. to is to take is to is to for, is to take stock i've always thought is an important thing but you know i say that but then how often do i get to do it you know yeah. like and and so the forced kind of stop has has been really i don't want to say beneficial because it's not for everyone mm. at all but it's, it has been eye-opening yeah. and especially when you're using the time for a lot of self-reflection i think it's it's been very handy that way for me anyway and i know mm. you know that's obviously not ubiquitous to everybody because it's been yeah. an incredibly tough time for a yeah. lot of people and a lot of people in the music industry as well mm-hmm. um i think there are a few aspects there as well you know i think becoming a father is something that is definitely for me personally is something that has really kind of 
made me approach things very differently. It's the mm. way that I, I used to, the, the way that I would have. Um, but yeah, I think that the time to, like we've never had this much time to reflect on an album because we're kind of like, all right, let's get it out. And then how let's much time it. have we got in the studio? Mm. We've got this much. Well, we're not going to get finished, but that's okay. Listen, we've got to tour Europe for a quick six weeks, so we're going to zip <laughs> off and do that. And then how long are we back for? About three and a half weeks, and then we're doing a support in Europe. Okay, so, yeah, fine. <laughs> let's just like, and we that's kind of how we worked for the longest time. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's been a really nice break uh unwanted as it was but i think personally it's been really helpful and i think moving forward i think it's something we'll certainly keep in mind especially you know to take more times for a break more times Mm. to slow down and Mm. this is and being our first independent release um in however many years six years no five years Mm -hmm. that's another really handy thing as well so you know we don't have one of breathing down our neck yeah. or you know yeah. anything like that which is so good so nice yeah. <laughs> yeah i think in like in the absolute most positive light i think people have just been shown this whole different lifestyle they can be living mm. yeah and like they could have been living it this whole time you know like exactly we do have the time to slow down and like do the things we love like we don't have to be on the ground 24 7 9 to 5 5 days a week yeah. like absolutely not like that's you know so yeah. exactly right. We like I was, yeah, I was mm. really kind of nervous about because we, we weren't going to go to Europe or anything this year anyway, mm-hmm. um, and we were going to stay in at the baby coming, so we were going to tour up until about a month before the baby was born. Mm-hmm. About six weeks after the baby was born, there was no touring or anything. Mm-hmm. But I was really anxious that when touring started back up, it had just been Australia. We'd just be doing weekends. And so if I'm away, I'm away for maybe two nights. That's yep. it. But that's all been pushed to the end of the year. So now I've just got all this time mm. to prepare for being a father because I'm one of the most immature people in the <laughs> world. And uh, to get ready for that and to and to get ready for um, – and, you know, when the baby's born, to really spend a lot of time and, and kind of grow up a bit. So, I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's worked out quite nicely. Mm-hmm. So far, so far. <laughs> Do you Absolutely. know if it's a boy or a girl? No, we're, we're no, we're not going to find out. But I've thought it's going to be a girl the whole time, okay, and so I'm like, yeah, going to be a little girl. <laughs> and so we've got the girl name locked. Yeah, but not the boy name. We don't have a boy name locked yet, and so I, I just know that it's going. Yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be a boy now, just <laughs> yeah. because You're we don't have, we haven't got it locked in. Yeah. The girl name so good i'm like really I'm like yeah it's like sorted but i bet it'll it'll be important. look if it's a happy and healthy baby yeah i'll be i'll be happy with sure. anything of yeah, course absolutely cool um winding it right back yeah how did you and pat both get into music like did you kind of had your own separate kind of starts or you've always kind of no we've always kind of done it together done we together. um we started playing guitar or guitar lessons in year seven we were playing before that, but we were like, you know, kind of teaching ourselves. I picked up a guitar when I was about five and I'd always play with one string mm-hmm. like this and kind of uh, Come As You Are by Nirvana was the first yeah. song. <laughs> Better than smoke. I'd be like, hey, everyone, check out what I can do. Wait, at five years old? You know. I was no, I was probably about seven. By oh, then. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's still. <laughs> oh no, it was like but it yeah. was on my lap like this, like you know. Like, yeah, but figuring that out. Um, people train for years to play guitars like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it, John Butler or whatever? Yeah. The, oh, no. with the slide guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this is my idealistic view of myself as a kid. Yeah, you know, interrupting yeah. people. Look what I can do. <laughs> I'm so talented. Is he doing his thing again? You know, <laughs> Definitely hasn't grown up with you in adulthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, but we were kind of playing some Paul Kelly songs, I think, in grade five, grade six. I think we, we could really like to play, um, what was really big in grade six? Green Day. It's so easy. It's oh, just that's that. That's such a and um, then we started playing guitar and I was doing a bit of singing in primary school for the choir. Uh, I don't think I actually did it. I think the Australian Children's Choir came through, like we went oh, through yeah. all the schools, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and they're like, oh, you can see. I'm like, hey, <laughs> go me. And then I never really did anything with it and never did the choir or anything. Yep. But then I uh, started seeing lessons, I think, in year eight to try and I think we just wanted to get singing together a little bit more. And Pat and I, were, the first song we started rehearsing together was um, in year seven. It was one of the first songs that we learned in the first week of school. And the, f- the song was... <laughs> All right, who did Big Yellow Taxi, the cover of it, about ah. 15 years ago? Well, the OG, is the OG Joni Mitchell? 20 years ago. OG, yeah, Joni Mitchell. I know but it. Then, uh, and they did the song for Big Yellow, but, yeah. you know, and it, was, it wasn't it was that Mr. Jones County, by yes. County, County Crows. Crows. Yeah. And what the song thing was Mr. Jones, yeah. but I was trying to get there through the James oh, what a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Jones. And so Pat and I were learning that. I might not see F. And I think we'll do the guitar when I look it. And then Patty go down. We're like, so you do the high part and I'll do like the low part. And we really know what harmonies were. Yeah. And we're just listening to the song. So we're kind of trying to figure out. And we're like, it's really hard to sing with you doing that part of me. Doing. And then mum kind of walked in and was like, what are you doing? And we're like, nothing. We're not doing anything. We're just playing guitar. We're not doing anything this time. <laughs> It's like, no, like, it's, it sounds good. What are yeah. you doing? And we're yeah. like, oh, we're just, you know, Gen- playing music. She's like, that's really good. You should guilt do that. about that. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it as well. We're just like, what are you two doing? He's like, no, we're not even doing anything. We're just playing guitar. Automatically assumes you're in trouble. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> that- I think we never, like, we had a wonderful, like, mum never used to yell us that much, but we just used to do <laughs> dumb <laughs> shit. A lot of dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We were twins and yeah. we were boys. We were just like, I wonder, I wonder what this will do. You broke it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's um, how that breaks. Yeah. It doesn't work, but it, that's how it happened. Yeah. We know now. I wanted to ask about that because, like, twins are such a weird thing to me. Yeah. I just – do you get on each other's nerves? Like, obviously being oh, stuck together yeah. all the time, touring, no, but, we, but also having to work together. Yeah, like, yeah we – we try and, like, we, the reason we took so much time off in uh, Jan and Feb was because we fucking <laughs> hated each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we, yeah, we, Pat and I fight all the time and we've been, because we've been on the road so much, and just ask anybody that's had to work with us, the poor crew, have yeah. <laughs> had to, yeah, endure some some proper fisticuffs with me and Pat. <laughs> um, we've, we've kind of are very open about like, right, listen, if we're going to work together and, and, you know, we're kind of really all in on this at this point. Mm, so yeah. we're going to have to make it work. So we, we really try and um, be as honest and have really honest conversations and open and mm-hmm. uh, and try not to let sniping or anything get in the way. But you, mm-hmm. we're not very good at that. <laughs> so we definitely do argue a lot and snipe a lot, but we don't want to end up like, you know, the – Oasis or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that we can both, I think that our egos aren't so big that we'll get to that. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Only time we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, we fight all the time. But we get on like best friends as well. Like, yeah. you know, so it's, it's um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's on the verge of codependency, but we kind of <laughs> try and keep it as uh Separate. As separate as possible yeah. when mm-hmm. we can. Okay. Yeah. Do you like? Uh, do you share a lot of the writing, or one kind of does one bit? Yeah, that's most of the fights, mostly. Right. Uh. <laughs> um, I'll probably do more. No, I definitely do a lot more of the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if I'm writing a song and I'll just end up sounding like a shitty version of like a a pop song with your guitar, singing songwriter thing. And then Pat will come in and say, yeah, cool. All right, that's good, but it sucks. So let's do it this way. It'll be better. And it is. Like, he's just so good at that. And he's yeah. such a good writer. Uh, and so I'm always like, oh, why don't you just write stuff? And, and why don't fights. you marry her? If you yeah. <laughs> why can't we have an electric guitar here? You and that fucking electric guitar. Um, but he'll come in and say, well, and look at it from a different angle. And that's, I think, where we work best is – just a conversation on the way here today. Pat was saying, I've got this idea and this idea. This is what I want to do. I was like, just put it down in A form as a song Mm -hmm. and then bring it to me instead of bringing it to me in bits and pieces because this is your song. I don't want to kind of steamroll 
with a beginning of an idea and you might have this thing that you haven't put down yet, but you might have an idea of where you want to go. Mm-hmm. But if you give me just a starting and then I, you'll think that I'm just steamrolling it. Whereas if you've got put down as much of the idea as you can, so here's the song formed, then I can come in and say, great, how can we make it better? Mm-hmm. And that's what Pat does whenever – that's the best way that we work is to kind of get in there. And we really want to avoid writing in the studio, yeah. but we always end up writing in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know once you've got all the tools there and so many different instruments, and you've got an organ and or a Juno and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We um, yeah, it's kind of it is a collaborative effort, but but I think the best way is to kind of prepare as much as you can yourself. Yeah, it sounds like a very like respectful dynamic. Like you really like. <laughs> It is in theory a very yeah, respectful yeah. dynamic, mm. but it's not in practice. Yeah. It can be very disrespectful <laughs> and very bordering on abusive at times. Like yeah. Fisticuffs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. So, like, obviously you would have to listen to a lot of your music as you're creating, but do you ever listen back just, like, Chuck it up on Spotify and listen to your own music. I do that, I reckon, once. I'm listening to heaps of it at the moment of the tracks that we just recorded because we're still working on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then once it's out, I won't listen to it. Yeah. And I haven't heard songs. I haven't listened to this. Like, I remember listening back to one of the songs that somebody asked us to play, so I had to listen to it to remember how to play it. And I remember thinking, wow, this is quite good <laughs> i thought this was rubbish <laughs> and it was a song i can't remember it now it was one of the quieter songs off the second ep empty canvas maybe empty canvas i think it was and i was like oh, this is quite good. yeah why did we ever stop playing this mm-hmm. and um that was a long time ago. i think that was 2013 that one and yeah i just don't listen i don't really listen to the songs very often yeah um I feel like that's a pretty common thing. Yeah, I think because I've listened to it so many times and once it's out, I'm like, cool, that's out, moving on. Yeah. And I'm always want to kind of be looking forward because, you know, and there's some songs that we never really recorded but we play at every single show, Mm. like Flying Home or Golden Times will be on at, at the end of every show that we do because it's a great way to finish a show. And we, it's that's the kind of at the very yeah. height of our energy and mm-hmm. our audience participation and the solos in Golden Times. Then we get everyone to crouch down and flying home, <laughs> and and we could uh, like change that to different parts in the set, and we have before, but it just doesn't quite work as well. And mm-hmm. so we've been wondering, are we playing it too often at the end of the set? Because we've just done it that way. I'm like, and we, we'll, I remember talking about this with the Cat Empire, and they say we've played Chariot. As our last song yep. for years. Yeah, and I it's think just, the fans love it. So yeah, many people it's the end. Absolutely. It's the end of the set, and it's not like you know. As long as your set's changing, that's all right. It's just a big closing song, and yeah. you know. And so I'm always finding myself not writing another big closing song like that, and I've really wanted to for a long time, mm-hmm. and I just can't. We well, we haven't yet, and so. But, yeah, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. over the next few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer um, to everything. <laughs> so you guys started out busking, yeah? Mm, How yeah. do you find that compared to, like, playing in actual venues? Like, what? One really dictated the way that we did the other. So uh, we were very much the kind of buskers that would get out and, you know, make a lot of noise, make people kind of stop and look at us. Mm-hmm. And we'd always start with a cover. I think we owe Mumford and Sons so much money because <laughs> oh I, I watched that one we <clears throat> yeah day. we used to do a, a I will wait by Mumford yeah, and Sons yeah. and that'd get kind of a crowd to stop and then we'd say all right all of our own songs and then but we'd come around I'd be tapping on the mm. ground I'd do it like a somersault or tapping on the guitar with drumsticks mm. and that kind of got people to stop and come up and have a listen and and to and to you know stop them from walking past. And then we kind of, yeah, we'd just try and sell as many CDs. And we went really well with it from the get-go and we were very surprised at how easy it was to make a bit of money and that could pay for us to go to Sydney, mm. do the busing thing there. That could help sell out a show. And then we, so it was a huge part of our career and, and it was also a huge part of our style of playing that led into 
um, stage playing. So then we'd start jumping off the stage because we were playing in pubs doing covers and stuff for yonks. Mm. And so we'd jump off the stage on our live sets and go play on tables or do this. And then that, so it really dictated the way we, the way we performed in, in venues. Mm-hmm. And then that carried over onto festival stages as well. Our first festival in the Netherlands was to about 5,000 people. Damn. Um, and it was a big festival. It was Lowlands. So it was like a, I think there was like 60,000 people there in a day. Mm-hmm. And we were on one of the small stages. But that was still 5,000 people. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And we're standing at the back. Like, I'm like, uh, we lied our way into this. Like, we've, <laughs> we've tricked them. And it's imposter syndrome. What's that? Imposter syndrome. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is the bane of my existence. Just- <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Pat's like, listen, all we have to do is busk. Yeah. Just get out there and busk. Yeah. The only difference is that people here are actually there to see music mm-hmm. and they're not just trying to get lunch or something, you yeah. know. Um, and none of them know who we are, so we've got nothing to lose. So let's just go out there and busk. It's, it's literally the exact yeah. same as busking. I was like, okay. I can relax now. And we got out there and we just did it like busking. And, I, and you know, it was a big tent. So I ran to the crowd and went, really? I was carried on. Like we just got so carried away. And we sold the highest amount of CDs at that festival yeah. that year. Like we beat Mumford and Sons and Snoop Dogg and Boy and Bear and the Cat Empire. Yeah. Yeah. And it was our first ever time there. And it was it, like we – because everybody just came and bought our CD because nobody had heard of us. And they were like, let's go find out who those were. And that really set us up in Europe for the rest of our career. Yeah. Well, you would have been doing something different on stage as well compared to just like, you know, playing through your set. Like, yeah. you were like getting out there, getting people involved. Yeah. And yeah. Being at a festival, like, I absolutely love that. Like, get me involved. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, and so that was, and that's, that's busking directly dictating the, the way we performed. And mm-hmm. so it's been a huge, um, hugely important thing uh, in our career. And I think busking is just a hugely important thing for anyone. At the moment, it can't happen. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to start back up. We've been putting together an, uh, another idea while in isolation with um, the team from Europe about um, bringing busking into an online sphere into kind of where we're doing our um, uh, live recordings, our live streaming. Mm-hmm. We can start to get just, you know, buskers from Australia. It's because the thing about live streaming is that you're looking, you know who you're looking for and you know what you're going to be watching. Mm-hmm. The thing about busking is you don't know who you're looking for and you can't mm-hmm. stumble upon it. Yeah. So we wanted to start a channel that was busking from Melbourne and the different buskers from Melbourne come in and just do a live stream of a couple of songs. Yeah. Yeah. And we can, you know, start working through that and then that can is would be a really great thing if that started. Because open mic nights aren't a thing anymore either. So yeah. we've uh we've yeah, we've been putting together that is an idea and I think we've you know, between two ferns. Yeah. Yeah, Pat wanted Pat's want to do he's decided it's like nah between two twins perfect i'm like i'm like that's and he's like the domain's for him like of course it oh. is and so he's, he's decided to call it between two yes. twins which like sounds that. rough as yeah. as a website you're like, like oh. what am i clicking on right now yeah exactly <laughs> No, that's a really awesome idea that's, yeah it sounds really cool and i think it's something that you know the busking community could really thrive from and that's a a big audience that you know the internet that a lot of them might be doing their own things of course mm. because that's what they're great at and, and buskers are some of the most innovative people in music i think because mm-hmm. they always have to be innovating they always have to be moving forward yeah and i think that uh but having one space where they can kind of come through uh would be a really great place yeah. to kind of get the, a community spirit happen well then there is a community spirit in busking but to um to kind of put that out there and to yeah it's i mean it's kind of like giving them another platform it's giving them another platform yeah. and just kind of seeing where it goes yeah. you know it might it might not go anywhere but it, it could also be a really great place that uh, other towns might pick up their like mm. we we're talking with uh, the guys in europe so they're saying you know we could do one there's actually a set of twins that play music in Europe. Like, we should get them <laughs> and do the same thing. And, but, yeah, there's there's lots of ideas being thrown around at the moment and uh, I think we're going to put together a kind of uh, an idea of how we want to do it um, tomorrow is the mm-hmm. idea. I think that will be super well-received. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a really good idea. If, you know, we're just going to 
you're just going to see. You just got to do it. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it and find yeah. out, you know. Yeah. Just like building a table <laughs> for a chest of drawers. <laughs> just not quite as hard no, maybe because no, <laughs> you so. know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's um, – I think most of my – most of the local bands that I – are my favourite local bands are all ones that started out busking. Yeah, um, exactly. Like we were talking – I was saying earlier that – I, before this, I hadn't really uh, actioned listening to your music. Mm-hmm. I'd always known you guys existed, but I'd never, like, taken that step. Yeah. And I was having a listen, like, last week and noticed that it's probably just the fact that it's a similar genre, but, like, Amistad and Woodlock and stuff. Do you get yeah. – yeah, those guys, it really reminds me of that. And they're, like, my favourite local guys. Yeah. I mean, we used to bust with those guys. Yeah. We used to be Amistad, Woodlock, Tash, yeah. Us, and um, – I am What are the other guys' names? Our Symphonic Life, O-S-L. And that was the five acts on Burke Street at one point. Yeah. I remember going down and we had one day where it was just uh, Tash playing there, Amistad there, Woodlock there, yeah. Pierce Brothers there, O-S-L. And we all had the day. I was like, this is like the best lineup ever. And because we were all mates while we were doing it, we were all jumping yeah. on each other's set throughout yeah. the whole day. And it was a Saturday. And I'm like, this is like a music festival. I we wish had, I'd seen that. And everybody had their own crowds and they were just moving from one to the other yeah. Yeah. for the whole day because so cool. they were all great artists. Yeah, yeah. And that was, yeah, that was the best day of Burke Street. Oh, yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's I remember awesome. seeing Tash Sultana like before she was like Tash Sultana, Tash Sultana. <laughs> busting on Burke Street and she like blew my mind. Yeah. And I like I bought her. I think it was just a single, and yeah, I was like, no one's yeah. doing this. Like, yeah, Tash, was, Tash is crazy good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, too good. <laughs> like, yeah. with, helping out our career so much, <laughs> like a bloody legend. Fucking good. You're Talented welcome. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, like being, is it? Is it a management or is it a late lemon tree? Lemon tree music, yeah. Yeah, so like I think is it Tash that's also on there? Yeah, we started Lemon Tree with Dave and Reeves and then Patrick mentioned them. Yeah. Tash is a really great busker. You should go yeah. check her out. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, righto. And um, they did. And then, I mean, Tash was always going to be successful. Yeah. You know, uh, they just they just had the opportunity to work with, uh, with her and uh, it worked out really really well mm. you know um and then they love buskers you know tones and i another yeah, thing that, that, yeah. they, that uh, the guys are working with and have done really well and yeah now lemon tree's just got an incredible roster together and they're just going mm-hmm. great yeah well obviously because you started a lot earlier than that was before that was a thing um but artists like that being in the same genre and stuff where do your main influences come from mm. There's definitely a Mumford and Sons influence when yeah. we when we started busking because it was that high energy folk. Mm-hmm. Um, Lumineers lyrically were a huge one. Uh, I just love the way they come at lyrics, yeah. whereas Mumford and Sons can be much more folksy and much mm-hmm. more um, antiquated. Not antiquated, so much more just old timey, mm-hmm. you know, in some of their lyrics. Uh, whereas Lumineers are just uh, storytellers that I've. Cleopatra makes me cry. Yeah. What a song, right? Oh, and the video. <laughs> yeah. It's just so good. It's heart-wrenching. And, and I really love their stuff. I think um, Paul Kelly's always been, you know, he's one of great Australia's greatest songwriters and storytellers, and that's what I love to do in some of my stuff is more storytelling. Mm. But I haven't been able to kind of Bring lock into, into that. that yet yeah. because it's it's – very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Boy and Bear, I know when we started up, were a great kind of rollicking folk rock that I really loved. Uh, and then, I mean, the National, some mm-hmm. of their lyrics yeah. and some of their tones mm-hmm. are so good. He's crazy. He's insane. Have you seen them live? <laughs> yes, oh, I have. Yeah. He's, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What, is, is it Dave? No, not David. What's his name? Um, yeah. The lead singer. Um, he was like just completely off his face. He had like of this course. long ass microphone just running through the crowd, yes. like screaming. Um, what song was it? Um, what's one of their popular songs? Um, oh, The Nationals. Yeah. Oh. 
I can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running through the crowd, like screaming that. It was, uh, this was at um, Sydney Maya Music Bowl and it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And then, but I think, I mean, the Australia's best lyricist, I think at the moment, Gang of Views, David Pepper, oh. is just <laughs> Gabby so, so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> like that, could, yeah. that man <laughs> is just was it? Was oh, it he's something? Was that he who you something. said was your yeah. like peak guest, like dream guest? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's more outgoing and excitable than I am in this seat. <laughs> and, and he's just like, oh, hey, like when we met, I'm like, you guys are the best. He's like, I'm the best. Well, you're the best. Come here and give me a cuddle. I'm like, oh, forever. Oh, I can imagine uh, him giving the best cuddles. Oh, yeah. best cuddles. He's, he's like a just bear. Huge. And yeah, he's the yeah one of the loveliest guys I've ever met. Yeah. Um, and really but just a great great writer though the lyrics in in some of those songs mm. oh the heart-wrenching one uh about um i'll see my wife and child oh don't let oh, don't let mm. yeah Ooh, mm. man oh goosebumps just now it's, <laughs> it's the it. most it's the most <laughs> well-written song i think uh, and the best australian rock album since odyssey number five mm-hmm. and it's yeah absolutely wonderful lyrics and some of the most powerful insightful lyrics that i've heard in in years mm. i and think I, I cried when i first listened to it i was like whoa yeah like, yeah yeah really really good and that really has inspired a lot of um the lyrical not lyrical content but the, the lyrical stylings of, mm-hmm. of my writing ever since i started listening to that because yeah. it was very like lumineers do this and then i heard what he did and i was like that's it's really like eloquent level. writing. Like yeah. The, the word, just the words he uses. I'm like, yeah. where did you pull that from? Yeah. And I started doing the same thing and I was like, it just doesn't work because it's, you know, if I just, if I, you know, use, I was going to try and use big words. I can't even think of anything. Like <laughs> if I try and use <laughs> grandiose <laughs> words to be quite To make it come out verbose. naturally as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's such an art. Like, yeah. Uh, I think he, he and Russell Brand are both very good at it, mm. and like, but it, and it's just so, but it comes off so smoothly and mm. so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that uh, yeah, he just had some of the best songs and the best lyrics that mm-hmm. uh, were really something to admire and something to pursue. Uh, something to that level is definitely something that I want to do. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, I think we might we might wrap it up. So, top three Aussie artists, mm. current, all time. You can do seven if you want. Old you know, new. Like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, do Gang what of Jade is. Powderfinger. I loved watching this the other night. That was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, Teskey Brothers are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're incredible. Tash, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, Tones is doing amazing things at the moment for the Australian music industry. And, you know, the tall poppy syndrome in Australia is Mm. so shit. Mm. Because, like, why? Like, if if people don't like the song, I get it. But aren't you stoked that Nozzy's getting out there and being the, the, you know, one of the highest selling billboard artists of all time? And so. Not to mention a female artist as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she's just. Yeah, and so, and tones. I you know I'm a big fan of all tones of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think those. You know, I can't think of any else. Well, you've got I know you told me to think, and then yeah. I forgot. <laughs> you've all already about it. you've already hit the three mark. You're good. <laughs> yeah. We should have emailed you weeks ago. I know. I, I always I always forget. <laughs> I'm responsible for that, and I always forget. Mm-hmm. God. It's fun. We'll get there. We'll get <laughs> Eventually. Day. I'll so put fun. together a, a template for emails. Yeah. <laughs> God. Need a robot to do uh, it. Um, okay, yeah. Unless Sick. you had anything else you wanted. I don't think so. You wanted to touch on? No. Yeah. I think we're all good. That was awesome. Thank Amazing, you. Amazing, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you Thanks so for much. Coming. Jack from the Pierce Brothers. What's What's <laughs> happening next? Anything yeah. planned, writing at the moment? You've obviously uh, got the, the few tracks coming out. Yeah, we got, next we're year. finishing the album in the next month yep. and then we are releasing the plans to release a song every six to eight weeks mm-hmm. to start um, kind of, you know, new music and we'll just kind of drip feed a few out and then we'll have a new album out at the end of the year and all our postponed tour dates mm. are happening at the end of November, start of December. Hopefully. At the moment, yeah. they're happening. So we'll just, 
we'll see. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we'll just see how that goes and keep our fingers crossed and um, yeah. See how we come out on the other side of winter. Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> winter we're all going to be looking yeah. like polar bears. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, best of luck with the new album. And the baby. And Thank the baby. You. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's also happening. Oh, my God. Wow. It's so I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna get home. Call and gonna be like, what else is going on, babe? <laughs> any news? Any anything else? It's pregnancy brain. It happens to that as well. It's <laughs> baby brain, yeah. pregnancy brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gonna be a dad. Yeah. So that's good. That's very. Yeah. That's the most exciting thing, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And best of luck with your chest of drawers as well. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. I'll table. be I'll be doing updates on that. So yes, yes. Let we'll keep know. it closer. Yeah. yeah. No worries. Look, look at these fingers now. They're all still here. Just wait for the calluses to pop up i know right because yeah. i'm so manly <laughs> <laughs> you will be <laughs> <laughs> okay cool all righty see see everyone next time thanks thanks Thank for you. listening see you around love you bye bye <laughs> thanks for listening check out the pierce brothers latest release kanko and keep your eye out for the new singles coming over the next few months in lead up to the new album As always, thanks for the support thus far, and we hope to get back into a semi-regular posting schedule soon. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.